All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of the Four Transplants in a Microphone, but not a regular edition. This is a bonus edition. Woo! So, yes, that's right. We, we've gotten to the point where we have to make bonus episodes every now and then. So Does it get a... That is oh, yeah. right. It gets Absolutely. the cheer. So... At, Oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> he turns the music yeah. up. I was like, oh, that was pretty slick. Yeah, so you, you've got the three transplants here, uh, the, the three that make up the four. Right. Uh, we've got Jack Tompkins, uh, Hello. Brandon, yeah, Brandon Avenia, and myself, Brian Johnson. So, all right, so we're, we're kind of talking, this is the middle of the summer. We watched the baseball all-star game, what, a, a week or two ago? Yeah. And uh, we're all three baseball fans, so we said, "What the heck? Let's uh, let's chat a little baseball. Let's just kind of talk." None of us out, out, out of the gate are Braves fans or any anything Charlotte related, I guess, on that sports note. So yeah, and our, most people in Charlotte aren't. No, aren't they're Braves. like locals. Braves, Braves are fans, probably the closest. That's as close. To, like we have the Charlotte Knights in town, of course, but that's Triple A White Sox. Nobody's a, nobody's a White Sox fan because of the Knights or anything. Yeah, but I did I did find it interesting when I talk to people about who they root for. Football-wise, it's like, oh, the Falcons or Baltimore. Really? Baltimore is the Washington, second option? Or Washington. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, either way. <laughs> but I never hear that, like, nobody roots for the Senators. It's all the Braves. And my guess is because of TBS, like, I mean, I even grew up watching Braves games because they were always on. Yeah. So I wonder if that was maybe the reason, is they're close enough that you'd root for them and you saw them all the time. Who are the Senators? You mean the Ottawa Senators? No. The, oh, the Nationals, the sorry. National. Oh. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that one doesn't quite fit. Well, and you know what's funny is I actually, if I watch another team, it's I watch the Nationals. I don't know why. I've been to probably four National games. So every time we would come to the East Coast, we'd go to D.C. or go somewhere like that and we'd stop and grab a Nationals game and I don't know I just I actually saw them the year they won the World Series cool. I went to like two games that year and then Rendon went to the Angels and yeah huge so, for you yeah I mean I mean it hasn't really turned into anything no, but he's hurt this year we too, had right? a smoking start to the season and then <laughs> unbelievable I mean 27 and 10 I think you guys were at one point something like that was a, we all thought Mike Trout would play for a World Series team yeah it, it turns out now they're 200 and 27, so those 27 games they won in the beginning. Right. That was it. <laughs> and Shohei is, like, not on the trading block, but, like, Otani, he could be moved is what, God, that's, what I'm hearing. He's so good. Like, why would you? I mean, what are you going to blow that team up for? Right. Right. You have like, all the building blocks. You just need a few yeah. more pieces. Yeah. They're they're 90% there. Yeah. Easily. Right? They just can't put it together. It's sad. Well, maybe, maybe we should let everybody, since now they know you're an Angels fan and a second-tier Nationals fan, Jack is a... I'm a diehard Yankee. I watch every game. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, he started rooting for them when they won the first World Series. and or <laughs> 70 for, years when, ago? When he, yeah. When he <laughs> saw them play, they won a World Series. So <laughs> no, but he is from Connecticut, so that's regionally, I guess, acceptable. And then I'm a Cleveland fan, so... No just, one would have guessed that. Always. <laughs> yeah, I know. And the biggest shocker of this episode. Yeah, well. <laughs> Brian turned out to be a homer. Who knew? <laughs> I thought you were a Reds fan. Yeah. <laughs> right? Nope. It's been a... I, I mean, I could talk about baseball forever, but this has been a good season so far. The Yankees have been, like, the team to beat, quote-unquote. They've been really I mean, they're late. historically I mean, good this year. They're, they, well, they were. I mean, they still technically are, but they've been in such a rut, and... Like, we knew that they weren't going to always have a 730 winning percentage, and, like, they're hitting the rut now, but it's against the Astros, which are now 
I think Bleacher Report has them as the best team, like the ranked number one. I just everybody hates the Astros. Yeah. If you don't live in Houston, you hate the Astros. Yeah, I I I would be honest. I would root for the Yankees over the Astros. Right. And that's coming from like most people who hate the Yankees. Right. I didn't hate perpetuity. the Astros yeah. until about eight years ago. You know, is when you started to hate them more and more and more. And and the cheating scandal was like, yeah, all right, yeah. you're done, you're dead. Yeah, yeah the, the cheating thing was one of those things. It's like, how do you just get off scot free? Right. They lost a couple draft picks. Well, the, and... the worst, the person that got penalized the most was the manager. Right. Yeah. And, and what did he do? He got fired, he had to wait a year, and then he got hired somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but it's ridiculous that you go after the manager. The damn players are the ones doing the cheating. I know. They should have had to start the next three seasons with, like, 20 losses. Like, start out 0-20 but, before the— uh, Baseball something. is the only sport where the Players Association has as much clout as the owners. I mean, relatively speaking. And that's why there was the it's holdout the only one without the a salary cap. Yep. Also, it's yeah. The only major sport without a salary cap. So, like, I mean, and I'm, I'm, I think Mike Trout is an amazing baseball player. Hard to and he's probably ones. one of the most humble guys I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he get what, like a four hundred fifty million dollar deal? Got me. All guaranteed. I don't follow the salaries. Something yeah. I know it's yeah. more it's than I make. All guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and and good for him. I I would never want to like take away a guy's earning potential but it's like is really one player actually worth that much money on a team that hopefully makes it but like it's not like it's not like Aaron Judge on the Yankees and he's around like six other guys that are making decent money that they're going to make the play like the Yankees the conversation isn't are they going to make the playoffs it's are they going to win the World Series yeah that's their expectation yeah and here you've got a guy making that much money on a team that I don't even know if you could sit there and say, like, the expectations of World Series. I mean, they can't get out of their own division. Yeah, and this is the debate. Like, I mean, after this episode, or once this episode is released, this will already be, be settled. But as we record, Juan Soto is the talk of the world. And he turned down, I think it was a 15-year, $440 million to stay on the Nationals. Dude's 23. He has a World Series ring. He's compared to Ted Williams. Like, he's got everything that you would ever want in a baseball player. And 440 is like, no, I think... I think we can go but, higher. And, and this is where I think... like Just got and, gas at the Molino Falcon. And, and, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and you, can, you can play the, the Titanic song when yeah, I say this. Yeah, the sad but, flute. But this is where I say, like, as a baseball fan and, like, as a Cleveland fan, you look at it and you're like, well, Juan Soto, I mean, there's only, like, three teams he can go to. There's only three teams that can pick up his contract that, that he's seeking. So like it, it the makes, Blue Jays. But, and I'm, I'm not going back and I'm not like hating on the Yankees or anybody like this, but like that's where like the, the Major League Baseball Players Association has given gained so much ground over the owners versus other sports because there would never be another sport where if you're an elite player, you only have three teams that could pay your salary. I, I get the like so there's and I'll list them because I've been following this. There's the Yankees who could pay. They're not going to because they're going to prioritize Judge over that. And Judge is, Judge is like the fifth highest it's, player. It's likely. not, and, and it's not the preference of choosing to pay. It's that are capable of paying because they could get rid of money to, to pay it. Like True. Cleveland could never absorb that. They'd have one player on the field. Oh, right, right. Absol- yeah. uh, so I, it's Yankees, Dodgers, Red Sox, Padres, Cardinals, Mets which is six teams off the top of my head that could definitely pay. Houston probably could too, and like maybe round it out to 10, but to your point, that's a third of the league that he could actually yeah, go I play mean, for. Yeah, I mean, there would be, and this is why as Cleveland, we always laugh, like we'll get like Frankie Lindor, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he was in our playoff runs and all that, killing it. I mean, and he was a fan favorite. 
Yeah. But we knew when his contract ran up, we weren't going to be able to re-sign him. Yeah. And he loved being in Cleveland, but he just couldn't stay because he wouldn't get paid. He hasn't done much with the Mets, though. He's done. No, he just had a three-home run game, but. Once again, well, well this, year, I mean, I, this year he did that last year in no. the subway series against the Yankees. Though, right? Oh, is that what it is? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that was his one highlight. Okay. Uh, good for him. Like he showed up on the biggest stage that he could have had as a Met. Yeah. So, you know, but, him, but that Smells becomes bitterness. A little bit. Jack. Yeah. Well, I mean, we just got swept in the subway series. We're not doing great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was just saying that that becomes the dilemma of baseball, which is you'll always like like the movie Moneyball says says it best. Like you have the haves, the have-nots, and then you got to go through thirty of like crap to find like some of the low-end teams yeah just because they'll they can never budget it because it's not set up to be you know the nfl the lowest team and the the highest grossing team don't make that much difference in in revenues like they don't earn a whole lot different so i i and i don't know enough about this to make an actual argument about it i'll just throw it out there that is that there is a revenue sharing which is kind of like baseball's equivalent to the salary cap kind of mentality where like the Yankees bring in, you know, so much more money than the Royals, but the Royals exist because they can revenue share. Like there's just not enough market in Kansas. So like, and I again don't know all the inner workings of that. But right. I know that is that is their counterpoint. That's called communism. Well, right. It's, it's sharing <laughs> I mean, the wealth. It you're is. subsidizing it teams that wouldn't survive without the Yankees. Right. So why would you not allow the Yankees to reward the rest of the league and and. And, and that's where the players' association won't ever—they won't ever win that battle. Well, and, and they're, they're not trying to win it, right? And I don't, yeah, I don't even know what the end goal is for there, but I know that that—that's the main counterpoint against it. Yeah, and to me, I've always said you put a quality team out on the field, people will come. I mean, maybe it's the TV revenue that holds them back right. because the TV revenue in LA and New York is going to be far higher than Kansas, but. I mean, when you put a crappy team on the field, you get those results. I mean, mm-hmm. no one wants to go see a sub-par 500 team. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of it. Is And, and you get the Royals where they get a team, and they've won the World Series probably but as five a— Five years ago, yeah. Yeah, and they've done it a couple times. I mean, they had a run against the Angels. They had a run against—I think they beat the Dodgers in the World Series. It's They can do it. But then they blow the team up right away. But, and that was kind of the Dodgers model. Yeah. They win a World Series, blow the team up. Yeah. Okay, so take, take a step back. I think, so we all would probably agree that baseball is struggling to bring in new fans. Yeah, I would agree. I, I mean, I think relative to the other sports. They probably net, yeah, against other sports, they definitely yeah. are net, at least not maybe not losing, but probably losing. Right, okay. But see, like in basketball, in, in the NFL, like every year, so your local team, it doesn't matter where you live. Let's just pick, like, Wisconsin. Okay, so you got Green Bay. Every year people are pumped for Green Bay. That's, that's what they live for. And you got the Brewers. You got the Brewers. Like, rarely are they in any conversation for anything, right? But then you've got the Bucks, and they got Giannis, and they just won a title. So how is it in two of the sports people can be so pumped for and in the same city – they could care less. And it's because Milwaukee basically is running uphill in baseball every year because they don't get a chance to have parity. They're always going to be a deficiency against teams with bigger spending money. And, and that's where you always run into that. And so if, I'm a, if I grew up in Wisconsin, I probably don't care about baseball because my team sucks. Well, it's also 12 degrees for most of the baseball season, too. You're not going to go watch a game, but... I, I get what you're saying. So the Brewers have made the playoffs the past two years, and they had a huge drought before that. I think they ended one of the longer droughts in their history or something like that. 
But the way that you get around it is the is the Tampa Bay Rays model. Because when you go to a Tampa Bay Rays game, like I'm obviously watching the Yankees there, it's 80% Yankee fans in the stands. One, because New Englanders retire and go to Florida, but two, they don't care about the Rays. But the Rays have been in the playoffs the past seven years, I think, and they, they've been to the World Series a couple times, and they're like, their average player is like just over the league minimum. And it's because they do the scouting, they have the analytics, and as a data person, I'm a huge fan of that, even though I hate the Rays because they're a main rival now. I'm a huge fan of what they do because they study the analytics, they have new age money ball, and the Brewers have done that with Corbin Burns. He was a Cy Young last year, I believe. Diamond in the rough kind of thing. You have to find those people to compete, and then everybody kind of rallies around the underdog. They don't end up making the World Series, but it at least has some sort of rallying. It's exciting. I, you don't yeah. have to win the World Series every year, but it at least put a good showing on right. being an Angels fan. And I mean, they were good for a good while, but the product that's been on the field in the last, I'd say, 10 years is garbage. Yeah. Straight yeah. garbage. Yeah. Like, it's hard to watch. It was, you know, like after the Kings won, they right. blew the team up, and it was painful to watch. It was, it was watching a subpar hockey team, yeah. and you can't even watch it. Like, you've you're already lost the game in the first but, two innings. You're already lost. I, I do think, though, there's a difference, and I, and I get that. Like, the Savannah Bananas are the perfect example. Make a good show, people will come to the stadium. There you go, but, yep. but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people that, like, are dying to see their team win. And that's what I'm saying is I think those fans in the cities that that aren't successful, they're losing traction with those people because they either have better options and they just want to root for somebody that wins. I mean, I love going to a ball game. And, and you know what? If you asked me to go to a Cleveland game and Cleveland was below 500, I would probably still go just because it's kind of fun to be there. Yeah. But I'll tell you, like, I'd rather sit in my living room and root for that Cleveland team that has a shot to make the playoffs and watch every game every night and be a fan than I would just to be to entertain. That's that's exactly what I'm saying. You have to put a quality team on the well, I thought you were meaning a quality experience. Like no, 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 the no. They have yeah. to be, at least have a chance. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like when I was watching after the Kings had won the Stanley Cup, you couldn't even watch it. They were already down two goals in the first half of the game. It's like there's no way they're coming back. Same thing with the Angels. They would hold on maybe, and then by the seventh inning, they were down by 10 runs. Who the hell wants to watch that? Well, and like you referenced Tampa Bay and like mm-hmm. what they're doing. And, and I, don't, I haven't looked at it enough to like be educated to say what's different between that and like what Oakland started doing or what Cleveland right. did like when John Hart was there. And they, they basically did the same model, which was find a bunch of really good people on cheap contracts, develop right. them into all-stars, and then when their contracts run out, you don't resign them. Unless you're Jose Ramirez. Yep, go on. Well, okay, but he chooses to be there, and he takes a That's modest a, salary. And, and I, I appreciate the heck out of that. Much like Trout say on the Angels, even when they were even worse than they are now, he, he took the long-term contract. Jose Ramirez did the same thing. I, I'm a big fan. Not to cut you off. but No, but, but I think you still get to that point where, in, in other sports, I think this is becoming an issue, too, because now there are no players that start and finish a career on the same team my least favorite part about basketball yep or even football anymore yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's the same thing but like now you're getting to a point though that like yeah I, I agree Tampa's probably doing something that's pretty unusual but that's what Oakland was doing when they did it mm-hmm. and and where did that take them I mean they still got the same general manager for the most part still have the, I, I'm just saying like it seems very cyclical like you find something that works 
and in five years, Tampa Bay will be back to like, yeah, we're at the bottom of the division again. Well, I think what happens is everybody starts doing that. Yeah, that's the thing. and then the you got there's only league. so many yeah. players that you can get at that bargain rate that are really good. Like, and if everybody's grabbing at them, they're just not there. I would say, I would take it back even further and say, it's not the model, it's the scouts or finding. And there's only so many good scouts in there. Yeah. You know, there's only so many people that are good scouts and putting in the work, find the, you know, find those people that are, are really that good. And there's only so many people that are that good. Right. That well, maybe that diamond in the rough. And, right. and actually, that was a crazy thing with like the Oakland A's model. They actually abandoned the scouting methods that were typical. Right. Exactly. They went to more of a mathematical format. So they would just look at your OBP and all this other stuff and just yeah, make you a know determination. Me. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good, actually. <laughs> So the the one thing I will give baseball credit for is the expanded playoffs this year. And, like, they have been expanding since the wild card era, which I think was 95, maybe I forget. But since that, they've been expanding the playoffs. So if you're 500, you've got a shot. Mm-hmm. And I like that because everybody is at least close to 500 for most of the season or, like, 500 is within sight. And if you hit that mark, you're not going to be the first wild card. Right. But you're still in the race, and it keeps everybody in the game a well, little bit longer. Well, and, and, and that's a good point because, like, as a Cleveland fan, like, I would not consider this Cleveland team this year as uh, just, like, invigorates you to just want to watch baseball. Right. But they are, like, three or four games above 500 right now. Right. And, and they are right. second place in the division, and they're only down, exactly. like, two or three games. Right. So they very easily have a shot at the playoffs. Right. And I think to the, the, the encouraging part would be is they're also the youngest roster in baseball. So, like, you think they're just going to build on that. So maybe we're at a shorter cycle than we were before because, like right. I said, it used to be three good years, then you had to wait seven until they could get three more good years because they had to reload. Right. Um, so but I'm, al- I'm also looking at the players on the team wondering which one's going to wear pinstripes, which one's going to have a B on their hat, which one's going to be out west, you know, yeah. and in five years. And, well, and that's really what we're talking about. Yeah, and that's something that they fight against, too, because now that you've developed that player, and then the bigger teams come and grab, and now they right the dream team. Yeah. But I will say there's something to be said about a team that's an underdog and not getting paid and wanting to shine and be the best, that you're going to get the best. When you get some of those yep. higher-paid teams, I'm making $200 million. I can just be good. Yeah, and like, and you hate to see it. It's it's totally true. Like most people are competitors, and they want to win. They're going for the ring, right? But at the end of the day, like, are they gonna really beat themselves up because they lost the game, or say, oh, it's a team game, and I'm making three hundred million? So, uh, I don't know. Well, and it happens to fighters. How many fighters get that big payday, and they're never the same fighter again? Yeah, uh, yeah. When they're broke and they're going for. As, right. as Eminem said, got right. one shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, there's something to that. When you've made it and you're not hungry anymore, yeah, I'm not going to go. I, and this is a problem that we have in baseball when they have the what's it, World Classic. Yeah. U.S. never does well. Yeah. They're getting paid. Why are they going to go get, you know, but then you get people that are playing for smaller countries. Yeah, they're MLB players. But they're killing it because they're playing for their country that wants to beat right. the U.S. And right. it, it, it's, it's one of those things. I think that plays a lot into it, too, is you don't have that hunger. You're okay. not. So I had to I <laughs> your, look. Your point was done, yeah. Brandon. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish your point. I, I'm sorry. I was just. Oh, no. <laughs> We're going to wrap up on your point, Brian, so make it a good one. So that 2016 World Series, the Cubs versus Cleveland. Yep. The Cubs had an $88 million payroll advantage over Cleveland that year. 
And then this goes on to say that on average, whoever, ha if there's a $10 million or more payroll advantage, the team with the higher payroll wins nine out of 13. I actually thought it would be higher than that, but that's only 10. That was 88. <laughs> but the thing is, that's still exciting because they made the World Series. Well, Cleveland yeah, and, still made it there. And, and for from a from a Cleveland perspective, you beat Boston, I think, and then Toronto. Boston. And Toronto was yeah, they, and Toronto was kind of the the team everybody thought would come out of the AL. But you you watch that, they still didn't win. They, they still didn't yeah. win. Uh, I, I mean, there. I, I, I would mean, take, no, I take I, a I'm trip not, then. The uh, Cubs didn't win for 106 years. Well, and Cleveland is now the longest streak, which is not 106 years, but it's getting close it's like what 80 something it was 48 i think you're fact checking i'm not i wasn't looking should at I warm up the flute music yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but it goes back to like i mean it's it's an interesting sport that i think there's so much history to that there's so little embracing the future and probably the playoff is the first thing that i would say is let, like that. Let me ask you this. Do you think it's because they play like 7,000 games a season where football plays? I don't know. Like, so I, That's seven, part of it because I, I am I'm one of, I think, two people that I know that watch all 162. Well, okay. That's it. So I'd say one thing that I think is coming, I was at a Mud Hens game when I was back in Ohio, Toledo Mud Hens, and they have the 22nd pitch clock. And that full nine-inning game, which didn't – take away from any of the fantastic play was done in two hours and eight minutes. See, that's a lot more. And they're implementing a lot of those things, yeah. too, because of the good that, results they've seen. Minus. That will help because, yeah. like, I, I would say, like, literally, it was like, wait, I got here and it started at seven. And it's like I, it was still light out when I left. Right. Yeah. I don't care right. about the time. It's the, the amount of investment. I mean, it's a lot of games because each like, game is like, ah, we'll win the next one. Yeah, with that many it's just, and that's like, why I think you get when you expand the playoffs, you're going to see a lot more upsets because a team that tries to only win five games versus 162 plays totally different. Yeah, like because if you don't win the five games, you're going home anyway, so you got to try to win the five. Yeah, and you may have three good pitchers. That's all you need. And, and, yep. and 162, you're always playing all five, probably even throwing a sixth person in the rotation easily, and then one gets injured, then you're yeah. seven, eight, nine. But yeah. you have five games. I mean. That's that's you just got to win three. Yeah. I mean, you might even go two pitchers if, yeah. if you're desperate enough, and if you happen to be up two zero. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's I love baseball. I think I am in the minority of somebody oh, who watches everywhere. I, I do. I really enjoy it. It's one of those sports you can watch it in person. You can watch it on TV, and it's it's enjoyable. But like I said, there's something about it that there's a lot of subpar. Even football. There's very few blowouts where it's like, I can't. I mean, you'll get them, but they're never where it's like, this game blows. I can't watch it. Yeah. It's unwatchable. Where you see it in hockey, you see it in baseball, where it, it's unwatchable. It's almost, you're getting killed. Like, it's, you're down 10 runs well, in the, the and, fifth and inning. It's the, like, the fans will leave in like the fourth inning when you're down like 12 runs. It's true. It's true. It doesn't, so. And this but the is, price of going to a baseball game is a lot less, too. Right, exactly. Because there are 162 right. of them, you can get well, it for 12 bucks. It like, used to be now. Well, yeah, true. But When they uh, started that tier pricing, because some damn Yankees team would come to town and they would raise the price. Well, so that's what I was going to say. Like, this is bias as a Yankees fan when the crappy teams that you're supposed to beat, that, like, everybody's just like, all right, we're going to sweep the series and move on. Everybody shows up against the Yankees. And, like, that's... 
very biased because we, in the beginning of the year, we lost the series to the Orioles. And when he says everybody team. shows up, he means the fans, not the, not the other team. No, the other team shows up is what I'm saying. Because, like, we, we have lost series against some really bad teams or at least lost games or been in very wow. close games. Because when you go into the Bronx and you're at the stadium, everybody is playing their absolute hardest. And that feels like a playoff series to the crappy teams. You know what? And I just went to the Chelsea-Charlotte FC game. Yeah, yeah. FC Beach, right? FC One. Yeah, Charlotte FC won. One. Yeah, and it was like they were. It was one of the best games. I'm not a big soccer fan, but that was a good game. Like, yeah, it was hard fought all the way back and forth. Like, they stepped up their game to beat Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe it's maybe so some true. of their players went out and got Taco Bell before the game. Ah, uh, what's funny is it was it was looking bleak to the last like right very end of the game, and the 16 year old comes in, and he blew the doors off these guys. I mean, he was twice as fast as that. <laughs> now, he's 16, and they already played 90 minutes. Yeah. But came in, in routed a guy, and then kicked to go kick a goal. The ball came back to him, and the defender went down, and he just booted it right at his hands. And the guy stuck his hand up, and it turned into a handball. Wow. Turned into a penalty kick, tied the game, and then it went into penalty kicks. That's wow. awesome. And they turned out and beat him. I was like really cool though like yeah you, there's definitely a step up i mean i played on teams where you step you step up when you're playing teams better than you yeah when the bully comes to town yeah. everybody shows up to fight them yep yeah yeah cool well on that note thank you to the fox and hound for hosting our bonus episode that's right thanks everybody for listening hope this is a fun tangent for all y'all all y'all yeah Sorry. Man, i yep. was gonna say yeah, yeah plural take us out brandon if i had a perfect day i would have it start this way open up the fridge and have a tall boy yeah